Get that water out of the goddamn huddle. I'll tell you when you get a f***ing water break. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Come on. It's not that bad. I feel like I was kicked in the nuts. Yeah. It hurts. That was a tough one. But you know yeah. what? Here's what I'm going to say. Great game. That was an entertaining game to watch. When it comes down to it, that's what it's all about. Being entertained. We didn't get blowed out. It wasn't us screwing up a bunch of stuff. We lost the game by one guy kicking a ball a few feet off target. That's it. We dominated this game. I mean, they didn't get their first lead until a minute and 16 left in the game. We we have had the lead in games, or nobody's had the lead on us for four, five, six, seven quarters, almost eight. Lots and lots and lots of positives to take away from this. I get where the fan base is because it seems like... You sound like you're getting ready to cry. <laughs> Your voice is all cracking. I can't think of anything winning to say right now. I'm so upset. Um... <laughs> But I get where the fan base is coming from because this is one of those games where it feels like a gimme. We should have won it. It's kind of reminiscent of the Giants game last year where we had some momentum going into it and they just beat the mess out of us. So I get the frustration there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this one hurts. But we won that game. I mean, when you look at it as far as a team against a team, we won that game. We, our team... Put us in a position to win. One guy missed a target by a couple of feet. We won that game. I mean, we were dominant in that game. That's the takeaway from this is we are a contender. We are a good football team. And we beat the Giants, or we lost to the Giants. The Giants got beat by Dallas. But if you watch the game, it wasn't a beatdown. I mean, that was a that was a good game. Just the score made it look like a beatdown. Dallas played really good in that game. Then they lost to Buffalo. They lost pretty convincingly, though. And then they come in here with a rookie quarterback, never played in the game. Which he did have that to his advantage. What we knew about the New York Giants was that their whole offense was Saquon Barkley. And if you handle Saquon Barkley, their wide receiving core is weak. They've got this rookie quarterback. You have the advantage. If you control their most powerful asset, which is Saquon Barkley, you have a chance to stop them. That's what conventional wisdom would tell you, but... We didn't know enough about Daniel Jones to realize, I think, that he could carry the offense. Wasn't he their leading rusher? Yeah, he had 28 yards, four <laughs> carries. On <laughs> four carries. Two rushing touchdowns, though. Yeah, nobody expected him to run for that touchdown. Nobody thought about it. I was sitting there going, oh my gosh, I didn't even think he'd run. He ran right up the middle, which is our strength, right up the middle. You could blame that on play calling. You could blame this game on everybody. Winston threw an interception. At a critical yeah. time. The defense let them put up 336 yards. The defense let them score that touchdown. Just opened up the middle like a, like the Moses parting the sea, and he just ran right up there, scored that touchdown, give them the lead. Uh, the cornerbacks, you could say them. You could definitely say the kicker. No doubt about that. Somehow I'm sure you could blame the wide receivers if you tried hard enough. But Mike Evans did have 190 yards. Oh, my gosh. He played lights out. 190 yards and three touchdowns. And you're playing against so, him in fantasy football. I know, the one week, but... O.J. Howard showed up, had three receptions for 66 yards. You could blame the offensive line. Yeah. But all of those positions played well, man. I and mean, you could blame them. You can always point out mistakes. Everybody's going to make mistakes. And with the kicker, you definitely, I mean, you can say that's that's where the problem lies. That's what cost us the game. And that's true. You can... You, people, I, I haven't even been 
to see what the fans are saying, but I guarantee you there's a list. Probably starts with the kicker, and then that goes to light. You know, GM drafted him. You know, the kicker curries. Coach, yeah, I'm sure there's all kinds of excuses out there. But you know who nobody's blaming? And I think they have this group. It has probably, they were the worst performing group of the day. Who's that? The fans. Oh. Yep. It was loud in there. Yeah, it was, that was a uh, home field for the Giants. When they scored that touchdown, that place went off. It was loud as hell when our offense was on the field. When Gay went out to the kick, they were screaming and hollering. They were moving behind the goalpost. Yeah, our fan base was the worst performing group out there. I mean, Gay kicked a 50-some yarder earlier to put us in the position we were in. Our offense scored five times in our first five possessions. Our defense, we had a guy with four sacks tonight. He now leads the league. At this point, he's going to have 37 sacks on the season. He has more sacks in three games than Gerald McCoy normally has in a whole year. So Mike Evans had 190 yards. That team played well. That was a good team out there. We dominated that game. Our kicker missed the game-winning kick, but we won that game. Worst performing unit was the fans. That whole stadium looked like Giants. It was giant. It was all blue. There, I saw some red sprinkled in here and there, <laughs> but it was easy 60-40. Probably worse than that. So, you know, if you graded all the positions, you know, it would be a tie between, well, no, I can't say the kicker because he did make that big 50-yard, what was it, 57, 53-yard, something like that. He made that one early in the game. Fans didn't do anything. They dropped the ball. But you never you never hear anybody say that because you know what they're going to be doing? They're going to be out complaining about something. Looking for someone to get fired. Someone to blame, yeah. Not looking at uh, what responsibility they had. Just show up to the game. Make some noise. That's it. You can do more, but that's like minimum. I think it makes a difference. And if you're Matt Gay, you're a rookie, you get out on the, on the field, and you have a whole stadium of people yelling at, for you to miss it. Yeah, in your home stadium. In your home stadium. I get it. And don't get me wrong, I'm not not blaming the guy. I mean, he missed the field goal. Right, that's kind of his <laughs> he job. He should have done it. Yeah. But we look like a good team, man. I'll tell you what, I'm excited. That was a good game. I enjoyed it. I hated the ending. I was almost sick to my stomach for like an hour. And then I realized it was because I hadn't eaten anything. <laughs> <laughs> I fed him. We're all good now. Yeah, we feel much better now. All right, let's talk about some good stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. Shaq Barrett with oh, four sacks. Incredible. He's a monster. What happened there? <laughs> oh, my God. What happened? I just don't feel like you can say, oh, he's just beaten. You know, this guy isn't a very good lineman, so he just gets beat. I mean, it's across the board. He's just coincidentally gone up against three bad left tackles in a row. I guess so. Got the sack record right now. He's top of the league in it. Eight sacks. In three games. In three That's outrageous. games. We got him for a steal. Yeah, that was like a good pawn shop find or yeah. garage sale find or something. <laughs> he's fun to watch, too. He's playing intense. He's out there playing hard. All right, let's talk about Saquon Barkley. We beat the absolute shit out of that man. He <laughs> just like left we did. the game on crutches. Just like we did with McCaffrey last week. Yeah, God, but we he were... didn't make it the whole time. He didn't even make it through the first half. I know. I'm not advocating injuring uh, your opponent. Yeah, you got to say that because if you don't, people right. will be all like, what? Yeah, but, uh, I mean, we're, we're playing hard, physical football. We've Absolutely. We've, uh, we've hurt... Every team we played, people have been uh, taken out of the game or quit voluntarily. Look at Cam Newton. He don't want to play still. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I quit. He's so shook. 
We didn't have our first punt until the second half, 12 minutes and 11 seconds in. But then, right after that, we had punts back-to-back. I know. We had three back-to-back. And let's talk about that as far as losing. Like, we go into halftime, what, the score is like 28 to 10 or something? 28 to 10. And we finish the game, what is it, 30? 32-31. 32-31. So we scored three points and a half. That's kind of Matt Gay kicking a field goal. Yeah. He kicked a lot of field goals tonight. He did. Kicked five. Made four. Missed the one that counted. Oh, and the two extra points. He did miss the two extra points. What was that all about? Yeah. Those were weird, too. And then do those kind of compound and get his nerves shot. And then that's kind of in his head. And then he gets on the field and everyone's screaming and hooting and hollering at him in the stands. Enemies. Enemies in the stands. Yeah, the crowd was way too loud for the Giants. If you didn't know anybody, you'd think it was a Giants home game with a larger than usual contingent of Buccaneer fans. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that hit Nassib got on the quarterback. Oh, that oh, was beautiful. Welcome. And then Vita came in and stepped on his face. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go to our Twitter at Bucks <laughs> underscore Observer, and we have the clip. Yeah. Vita steps right on his face as he's going across him. He's trying to jump over him, but his face happens to get in the way. <laughs> you know, he can only dr- jump like three inches. So. <laughs> I know. He couldn't, see he couldn't get over his helmet. <laughs> Jameis did get the happy feet one time. I can't remember when it was. I think he ended up taking a sack, didn't he? I think so. And he threw a bad interception, I think. It appears so from the broadcast version, watching the game. But, you know, other than that, I thought he played pretty darn well. Yeah. He had the visor on today. Ah. But, you know, I swear, one time he was running with the ball and I could see his crazy eyes underneath of the she, visor. She did. She said, I see crazy eyes. <laughs> he does sometimes get some, like, crazy <laughs> eyes when he's running, especially, or just his reactions on the sidelines when he's in the middle of conversations with his teammates. Bug-eyed. Yeah. It's a good game, though. The ending was painful, but very entertaining game. Lots of fun stuff happening back-to-back. We looked good. I think we're, uh, you could definitely say we're contenders. It's not like we, you know, I remember going through those Lovey games. Oh, the, God, they were awful. Uh, in 2011 with Raheem Morris and the team quit on him. It was just week after week of just looking bad football. Like embarrassing. Embarrassing, getting blowed out. That wasn't that long ago. No. And, you know, they, they you'd watch highlights. For that week on like the NFL channel or something, and it'd be a lot of teams, a lot of clips from teams playing us. Yeah. That was, you're just like, oh, that hurt. Yeah, we ain't getting none of that. What they're going to talk about here is how good this quarterback played for the Jet, uh, the Giants. Yeah, I thought he did play really well, especially thought, for being a rookie. I thought he was done in the, what, the, the oh, third, God. fourth quarter. He was walking off the. Oh. onto the sideline and he just looked like a broken man. Yeah, and he was getting really weird. Back in the pocket, he was like scared, but then he got all straightened out. Right yeah, there they at the made fourth. some adjustments. I said this to you the other night, and I've thought about it. We're really excited about this coaching staff and this team, and I think it's because it just feels like we haven't really had a shot in a long time. And if anything, this coaching staff gives us that chance. Like we might not make it to the playoffs or make it to the Super Bowl, but we have the best shot that we've had in years. I agree. You know, I there's not a whole lot I would complain about as far as coaching is concerned. Right. And the team. Yeah, I love the team, man. I mean, they're out there balling. They're trying to make plays. They are making plays. They're tackling. They're physical. They're swarming to the ball. They're playing to the whistle. Nobody's loafing. 
And let's look at our season so far. So week one, we play against San Francisco. The storylines coming out is all the penalties are ridiculous that we're committing. Mm-hmm, yeah. And Jameis looked awful to the point where we wanted him benched. Right. Or there was a contingent of fans that wanted him benched. We go into week two. The penalties aren't as bad. Jameis looks phenomenal. He has a great game. But then people start complaining because Mike Evans isn't popping off and neither is OJ Howard. So then everyone's like, what's wrong with OJ and Mike? Well, week three, they both pop off. But now the issue is that we're having kicking problems. So week to week, it's always something, but it's never the same exact thing, which I think is great because imagine if you have a quarterback, if Jameis was still playing like he played in week one, we'd be in way more trouble than we are right now. Good point. But we'd probably have Ryan Griffin in there by now. Probably. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think VA will give up on him. No, I don't think so either. But it's just our problems aren't consistent problems. It's not. We're having issues and then they correct them and then something else comes up. What would you say was the issue tonight? The kicker. If you had to correct something, what would you correct? What would you do? If you were head coach, this is Molly head coach. Well, the problem was Matt Gay. I mean, we lost the game because Matt Gay. The offense played well, not in the second half. They needed to show up more there. But I think the immediate issue is Matt Gay. And here, less is more. You don't want to get in his head, kind of like what happened with Rojo, where he lost his confidence last season and could never get back going. So Todd McNair's approach to Rojo was just don't make it a thing. Just don't make it a thing. Don't talk about it. He knows what he's got to do. He knew he knows where he needs to improve and he's going to do it. And the more that you talk about it, the more it's going to get in his head. So I think you take the same approach to Matt Gay. He missed two extra points and a field goal. Those are problems. He knows it's a problem. The fan base has given him enough of a ration of shit about it. I don't think that the coaching staff needs to make it that big of a deal because I think that just makes it worse. So your solution would be not to do anything. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I I just don't feel like you need to make it an issue. He missed the game-winning field goal. He knows that. He feels like shit. Who wouldn't? Now you've got probably people on the team questioning like in that he drafted this kicker or got rid of Carlos. No, I don't think they do. I don't think so either. I don't think they do. I think the team has absolute confidence in the coaching staff and each other. They sure seem to play like it. Jameis took Matt Gay aside like immediately and said, yeah, and basically said, this isn't all on you. The offense should have been there. We shouldn't have put you in this position to begin with. How do you know that? It was on Twitter. I think Carmen Vitale or somebody tweeted it. Oh, okay. It's a team game. I mean, one guy can lose it for you, but. Especially the kicker. Yeah, especially the kicker. There's a lot on their shoulders, almost as much as a quarterback. Not as often, but points-wise, you get most of your points from your kicker. But it's a team sport. Like, the offense could have scored another touchdown, and it never would have been an issue. Well, the defense could have stopped the Giants. Exactly. Instead of letting the quarterback run straight up the middle for a touchdown. Right. So when one unit is weak, the other unit should be there to step up and kind of mitigate that weakness. And it didn't happen here. That's a good point because it was obvious Gay was having problems. I mean, he kicked that long 50-some yarder, but he did miss two extra points. So the best thing would have been done for the team to rally and say, we want to make sure we don't put the kicker in a situation where he's got to win the damn game. Yeah. Of course, you don't say that out loud because you don't want to ruin his confidence. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, what good would it? It wouldn't have mattered anyhow. His confidence is ruined. 
Ruined, I tell yeah. you. No, BA will get it back up. Yeah, I think so, too. That's like his superpower. I think so, too. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks that we're down two now, but Carolina did lose. And I think Atlanta did, too, right? No, Atlanta lost. Carolina won and New Orleans won. So today just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that's horrible. Yeah, but we're probably still, no, New Orleans will be top. But I think we'll be second, right? Because we beat Carolina in the tiebreaker. I'll go with that. Yeah. So we're second we'll in the division. Same thing that happened last year. We were top of the division after week two and then slowly slid down. But that's not going to happen this year. No, we see the Rams next week. They play tonight, I think, against the they're, Browns. They're playing right now. We're okay. watching it. Staring right at it. <laughs> <laughs> I've not been paying attention at all. It's like when I see the Browns on the field, I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> Blackout. Yeah. Start thinking about what you're going to do for tomorrow. Right. People say that about the Buccaneers, I'm sure, but uh, they missed out on a really good game. Was it a, was really that was a, good. That was an exciting game. That's Shaq Barrett. Oh, my God. Where did he's he come fun. from? Just, yeah, he's just lighting it up. You know what I loved? Oh, they, they talked to him in the locker room about his performance. Really? And he said, none of that matters if the team doesn't win. Boom. You ain't going to hear that from Deshaun Jackson. No. <laughs> I'm sure this one's a hard one. They're going to be partying hard in the parking lot tonight. B.A.? Yeah, his tailgate at the end of the game. Drink away his problems. (laughs) I wonder how they're treating Matt Gay. I bet nobody's talking to him. No, Jameis pulled him aside like immediately. And that probably pissed everybody else off. Everybody's like, don't talk to him. (laughs) Get away from him. He needs punishment. Time out. Matt Gay needs to go in time out. Think about what he's done to the rest (laughs) of us. Think about his actions. No, that won't make it better. It's not going to make it better. And it won't make it better being mad at the team or calling the Buccaneers an embarrassment. Yeah, right. If you want none the team to win, is, none of that's going to help. Yeah, at all. Don't put pressure on the coaching staff or Matt Gay. But, oh, God, the media is going to have a field day with this one. Oh, absolutely. They're going to bitch about everything. Suddenly bring up the question. Should this loss be on the shoulders of the general manager? Like, I was thinking the coaching staff. I thought they were going to. Pin it on the coaching staff. But yeah, you're probably right because he drafted a kicker in the fifth round yeah, that lost a game. They've been waiting to jump on this. Yeah, they'd be able to say. Mm-hmm. They don't want this team to win. No, and they want to see, I think Jason Light in particular fail. They like to talk bad about the team and then later be able to say, I told you so. So they've been doing it for a decade at least. Yeah, no kidding. It's been working for them. So. Yeah. I guess some people want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. Actually, they didn't when Lovey Smith got hired. When he was hired, they were all about this is a team. You remember when when uh, when Lovey Smith was hired? They said it was a playoff caliber team. It just needed good coaching, and then we stank so bad for two years. Well, he got rid of all the playoff caliber talent. <laughs> What's the problem? And then and then the same thing happened when Cutter took over. Playoff caliber talent, and then yeah, so they were all about Lovey. Being the super coach and coming in, they, they love Lovey. Yeah, they're a large reason why we got him. You think so? Yeah. Well, I thought it was an obvious thing to do. I mean, the dub, though, you don't ever rehire ex people. Yeah, but we, and we got Byron Leftwich on the team. Ex, yeah. Cody Graham. Cody Graham. Nah, I think they're right. I'll give them a pass. They're BAs, guys. I'm curious what you'll see on the All 22, whether it's exactly what we thought it was at the time or if you'll see something different once you get the coaches filmed. Well, so far it's been two games where what we've seen on the the impressions we got watching the broadcast version were the same impressions we got watching the film. So this game might be the same way. Don't know. I do wish we'd get more push up to center. That's kind of surprising me, or more plays from up middle. 
I really thought they would be more dominant. Yeah, I thought so too, but it really does let our defensive end or our outside linebackers come in, Shaq Barrett, yeah, yeah. Carl Nassim to make a play. So maybe up the middle, they're just trying to help the outside guys get in. Maybe that's the purpose of the scheme. Could be. Well, I do believe that's definitely a large part of their plan, you know, just slowly collapse that pocket up the center and let the guys on the outside pinch it in. I did see Vita single-teamed a couple of times, and he didn't really get anywhere. Yeah, he's not playing as well as I wanted to play. But it wasn't his fault. I mean, I he played uh, probably above average. I think everybody did, except for the kicker, of course. <laughs> but, you know, I say, I say the fans didn't do their part, and it's true. I didn't go to the game. You didn't go to the game. And even when the game was going on, we kept catching ourselves saying stuff like, oh, my God, he's going to miss this kick. You know, this is Buccaneers, stuff like that. Here we go. We're right, here we go. Here. This is, you know, typical Bucs. Or what was the whole thing going in? Oh, Bucks always let rookie quarterbacks, you know, break records on them and stuff. It's You know, so as a fan base, we've got these, you know, these negative stuff we're putting out there. And it's the whole, don't think of a polar bear. As soon as somebody says that to you, you think of a polar bear. You don't hear the don't think of, you know, they, the don't, all they hear is polar bear. It's like when you say, don't miss this kick, you know. You're probably going to miss it. Yeah, you think, miss the, miss the kick. That's what you're hearing, that part, miss the kick. So you, you visualize it in your head, miss the kick. So, you know, as fans, we're in it. we didn't do our part, but we caught, we caught ourselves when we were saying that. We'd be like, no, 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 think positive, think positive. We're going to win this. We didn't think positive enough, but we didn't go to the game. No. And this is the last home game till what, November? Mm-hmm. Got a whole slew of road games, starting with the Rams. Yeah. And it's a it's a twelve hour trip, right? Somewhere in that area. If you drive. We could have gone. One less Giants fan in the stands, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or one more Buccaneers stand. Two more Buccaneers to balance out two Giants fans. They're probably loud too, those Giants fans. Obnoxious. I bet. Just the sight of them makes me queasy. <laughs> <laughs> Good game though, man. It was enjoyable to watch. The ending sucked. Yeah. It was kind of it was kind of like Game of Thrones. You had all those years of great entertainment. Last hour and a half sucked. <laughs> so bad. I didn't think it sucked that much. I liked the ending. No, no, no. The one before it. Yeah. The one before it. She burned all the people with the dragons. Didn't see it coming. A lot of people did, but I didn't think they'd do it. I thought she was gonna be the queen savior or something. Yeah. All right, the next game. It's September 29th. We're going to the Rams Stadium, wherever that's at. It's on the West Coast somewhere. <laughs> uh, it's at 4.05 p.m. It's going to be week four. We'll have a chance to... Get this taste out of our mouths. Go two and two. Go 500. We're only one game behind the division leaders, who are without their star quarterback. Season's not over. Not even close. And we look like a competitive team. Ain't nobody going to walk over us. You're going to have to fight for that win. And again, I have no problem with sucking in the first third of the, and not even that we sucked, yeah. but like not getting it going in the first third of the season because most teams that do that, they peter out by the end of the season. Look at the Patriots. They're 3-0, aren't they? And they've just been stomping everybody. They're on a different playing field. I don't even think they're humans. I think they're aliens. <laughs> That's my theory. Cheaters, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know if I believe that. Do you think I'd, they're cheaters? I'd be impressed if they were. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> pretty like good the cheating. Best cheaters. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's really, I wish I would have thought about that. All right, so we're going into uh, Rams Stadium, whatever it's called, and uh, whooping their butts. Molly and I both were wrong in our predictions of this game. Molly had said 
28-9 Buccaneers. Which was would have been a good guess going into the half. <laughs> yes, it was. It's pretty close. Ralph had said 32-14. You got their points. <laughs> 34, 32. <laughs> yeah, we did score 31. That was pretty close. So, you're 0 for 3. I'm 1 for 2. <laughs> so, you've gotten one more than me. <laughs> you've still got an opportunity to catch up. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. Buccaneers ain't enough. We, and we're a good team. That's the thing. We're going to be giving everybody fits. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. I hope you enjoyed the instant cast. Uh, we'll get the game film podcast out Wednesday, and then we'll have a review Friday for the Rams game coming up where we're just going to stomp him in the ground. Donald Kong Sue's going to take some revenge for them disrespectfully giving his number away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they didn't, did they? they don't I don't know. Yeah. They retired it. He's going to be on the building. That's going to be a good game. First three games we haven't played Elite opponents. This is our first elite opponent. We'll see how we do, how we match up against the elite teams. It's going to be a really good measuring stick for us. Remember, this is a long, long season. Week one, we all wanted to check ourselves into uh, self-harm programs. (laughs) Then week two comes along. We thought we were going to the Super Bowl. Now here's week three. We all feel like we just got divorced, lost the house and the kids. We're paying twice our monthly income and alimony. (laughs) And child support. (laughs) It's depressing, but be proud because our team looks good. Other teams are going to be scared to play us. We're going to shut down their best player if they're lucky. If they're not so lucky, we're going to take them out of the game completely. Make Make them want to go home. You know who else we beat the crap out of was Ogletree. No, he just pulled his hamstring, didn't he? Yeah. That was a non contact injury. He was so scared of the the Bucks tackling him. He faked the hammy. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. Good call. Good call. (laughs) Wasn't that on an interception, too? I think interception or fumble, yeah, and he was running it back. Best tackling offense in the league. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's going to wrap it up up for us. Till next time. Go Bucks.